Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. A-U-N. American Underground Network. The primary reason why the individual citizens of a country create a political structure is a subconscious wish or desire to perpetuate their own dependency relationship of childhood. Simply put, they want a human God to eliminate all risk from their life, pat them on the head, kiss their bruises, put a chicken on every dinner table, clothe their bodies, tuck them into bed at night, and tell them that everything will be all right when they wake up in the morning. This public demand is incredible, so the human god, the politician, meets incredibility with incredibility by promising the world and delivering nothing. So who is the bigger lie, the public or the godfather? All revolutions have been led by young people. If you just think of the TV images of whether it's Tiananmen Square, or whether it's the uh, revolts in Central America or Europe, the young people, it's the college people who are more principled and not locked in and they're not embedded with the government. They are the ones who are concerned about the future because the future is theirs. My research has shown at this point that the future laid out for us may be just about impossible to change. I do not agree with the means by which the powerful few have chosen for us to reach the end. I do not agree that the end is where we should end at all. But unless we can wake the people from their sleep, nothing short of civil war will stop the planned outcome. It's the American Underground Network Collective Consciousness Show with Jim Condon, Jr. in Cincinnati, Ohio, Fred Smart in Evanston, Illinois, Steve Harris in Charlotte, North Carolina, now, live from Portland, Oregon, your host, Dee Dee Farrell. Hi again, everyone. <laughs> Where the heck is Jim Condit? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I miss hearing his voice. Have you talked to him at all, Steve? It's, it's been a long time. I think he's still doing his own radio show. Yeah, it's been a while since he's been on with us. I'll have to tune into that. I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> There's so many projects going on. Well, everyone, this is the summer, the winter solstice, and uh, it's getting cold here. It was sunny and dry today, and yesterday it looked like a tsunami here. I mean, a, uh, uh, it was a rainstorm. And anyway, and so this feels a little bit like kind of an end or a finish or a pause in the cause as this year has been crazy and lots of activity and different things happening that were unexpected and unresolved and mysteries, fires, and storms, and hurricanes, and gosh, affected a lot of people. Friends of mine, close friends of mine, lost their their farm in California, and that was really hard on everyone involved. 
Um, but um, good things too. And as those of you weren't that weren't on earlier, I did talk to Ray Mills yesterday at length, and there is money coming in on his GoFundMe. Uh, he's working really hard on trying to pull together all the details to implement the therapies that he's got lined up to do. He's going to stay open till the last minute before he does the therapies that are being suggested to him. He, he's not. He's pretty. Sounds pretty confident that he doesn't think that he would live through it. But we'll see what goes on. He's got some good ideas. It's just a matter that uh, things are speeding along a lot faster than they were even last week. Um, so everybody, send your prayers and good feelings, and give him a call if you have his numbers and wish him well and I know it's hard for people to donate and thankfully some people have I'd love to see him be able to go to a clinic and get some real serious help um, uh, however he's a man of great heart and spirit and so I feel like uh, all, only all good will come to him I, I, I don't like the idea of him suffering and that's one thing we have in common with each other. We don't want to suffer and we don't want to be unhappy. Um, so let's all send our best to him and uh, wish him, you know, every success. Um, hmm, what else? I was wondering what anybody thinks about the tax bill, <laughs> the new tax bill. Steve, I was going to get your opinion on that, being a business owner. I've, I've read the details and it sounds good, but there's still that whole contingency of haters out there just today throwing stuff in the in the emails about, you know, this is going to hurt us, and, and I can't believe that they can't wait uh, to find out if it will or not. Um, so, I don't know. Can you give me your opinion, Steve? As far as, you know, people's companies, and, of course, you know, we've got a company. It's 21% is really good, but as far as uh, anything else that's going to happen, I guess we won't really know until the next couple of years. So, um so when you said 21%, is that the percentage of a break you're getting personally in your business tax? Not me. I'm not in that bracket. I'm by no means. But our corporation, oh, since 1985, the federal rate's going from 30-some percent down to 21, which is no Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. You know, you take a company like Bank of America that makes, you know, billions of dollars, that's a, that's a hell of a big saving. So the big companies will really profit from that. So... Um, all of them. Yeah. So that's a big win. So, you know, it's, well, it's, really, think, it's going to tell the, the tail's going to be what's going to happen over the next uh, probably 12 months. This time next year, we'll give a good indication of it. So, um, but yeah, that's what I was thinking. I know that his reason for Trump's reason for wanting the corporations to have a break so they can do more hiring. I think that was it, right? <laughs> well, that's what they're saying. But like I said, time's going to tell. Tom will tell yes. what happens with that. But, uh, um, you know, the, the big thing is it's, it's going to help the businesses. That's going to be the big thing because uh, that's who's getting the big tax break. It's, it's corporations, the corporate tax. And, of course, the mandates, the mandates are moved, so people that don't want to pay for Obamacare don't have to. Uh, that is yeah. not this year, <laughs> but next year. <laughs> so people still mm -hmm. have to pay this year. So. That doesn't take effect till next year, until uh, 2019, actually, the end of 18. So, wow, nothing, nothing's really going big until until the end of next year. Yeah. Well, I know that. What is it? Double 
father, mother, and a child both working with no tax at all or something like that? Uh, Dependent coverage will double, and that'll be for a few years. And then, uh, um, but yeah, that that that'll happen. And uh, so there there's some plus and minuses, but like I said, the real tail will be what you see over the next you know 12 months, uh, about this time yeah. next year. Um, because it it still will have you know as far as the tax rate on individuals now that that will that will happen pretty quickly that'll happen with uh, um, in starting in 2018. But, uh, yeah, every paycheck it'll it'll be reflected, I guess. Right. Yeah, as far as withholding goes, but uh, just have yeah. to wait. Have to wait and see what happens there. Yeah, I just want to be encouraged about something. <laughs> I know Trump has done some, I mean, you know, as best he can against the deep state. I don't know. There's mixed feelings about him. I, I try to keep up with it as much as possible, but I know that everybody's got a different opinion about what they're looking at. I just try to look at the markers to show that something's changing, you know, for the better. Things that we've wanted to change for a long time, like this is a big deal to have any kind of a tax break, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's still the the tax break is really the ones that's making the best on it is actually the companies because they're getting a huge cut in their overall expenditures. So that's the big the big cut is for the corporations, and the big sell for that is that's going to benefit them hiring more people. And actually, there's a few companies that announced they did they're actually giving was it Wells Fargo? I think said they're giving their employees minimum fifteen dollars now uh, since that happened. So they announced that. Oh, good. That was in the. That's been in the newspapers and everything else. Uh, Wells Fargo's making their minimum wage now fifteen bucks. So. Um, yeah, I think. Good. So anyway, there's there's going to be you know that's that's what they're hoping is going to happen, but uh, that's the real. Benefits for the for the companies will be for the tax cut, and then as far as inheritance and everything else, um, if you've got multi-million billion-dollar investments or real estate holdings, then of course your you know the tax as far as inheritance tax, it's just been you know been waived, so that's going to benefit those people. And that's that's what they're they're getting on about people that have a lot of money, so. And that's not me. That's not <laughs> I'm I'm yeah. people like that. So and like I said, uh, that's you know part of that deal too. But uh, you know, it's it's like I said, it's just gonna it's gonna take a while to to see it. So yeah. See, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> fear factoring going on, but like I said, the time will be the teller for uh, for how this this plays out. Yeah, that's true enough. People are so already so wanting to be so negative about it. That's <laughs> why so I thought it's you, Eva. Hi, Betty. Hi there. Boy, Hi, how are you? Who who are you talking to? Me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good under all the circumstances. <laughs> yeah, a lot going on, huh? <laughs> the holidays and everything, and everything else. <laughs> 
Well, the grandsons are back home from college, so it's been time with them and having confusion over the computer and having a feral cat <laughs> injured and that feral cat's in my bathroom. Oh. Again, <laughs> Steve, again. <laughs> this is how many times in eight weeks? Yep. Something, something's out there after her. We put her, we let her go out to be out, and that night something happened right right near our house. And Al ran out, but he didn't see what animal it was. But uh, you know, she had gotten frightened because she could hear the the sound. Mm. So I don't know. The poor thing uh-huh. only got one eye. That's part of the problem. She shouldn't really be outside, but. I got enough cats inside. I can't keep her inside. She's used to being outside, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Al's got her tamed up. He can handle her and everything. I can't, but uh, if you if I walk too fast in the bathroom, she you know scoots real fast like she's afraid. He can walk in and it's fine, but because he's the one that mostly fed him. He he feeds the outside cats. So, <laughs> and and the spectrum deal—I don't know. Uh, it, it's pretty horrible. I, it's my computer's. I've had it in to be checked. The speed is okay on the computer, and it all has to do with must have to do with spectrum. What's spectrum? Well, uh, it used to be Time Warner, but now they they the spectrum brought out Time Warner. Yeah, see, they can now can now lower the speeds of different websites. I think different users and everything else. So, if if you're not if you're not uh, paying extra, they can slow your your web speed down. And uh, yeah, because they want you to pay more. Yeah, net neutrality. Right. That was the whole thing. Yeah, net neutrality that was passed. So, uh, you know, for example, our you know our network website. AU Network, so uh, American Underground Network. If they want to slow that down so nobody can load it, you know, they can do that. It's not a damn thing I can do well, about I'm it. Well, I'm having the, the most problem with the email, the Roadrunner email. Yep, they can slow I that mean, down. I, I I had no problem with Time Warner at, whatsoever. And they've got this so slowed down that sometimes they have to wait almost five minutes just to get to the next email. Yeah, tell tell Dee Dee how nice their customer service is, Betty. Uh, I thought Comcast bought Time Warner a year or so ago, but he, it's Spectrum. Spectrum. Yeah. Oh. Spectrum. Yeah. A lot of people having trouble. There was one county they lost all of their their whole service and everything else, and they were a mess for almost a week. Oh. And it was them as they they. I, I think they had so much. They I always paid my bill at Time Warner. It was in in Raleigh. Yeah. And I called in uh, some of the problems that I'm having, and the guy couldn't find my account. No how. And he finally found it after about 30 minutes. They have me in Fayetteville. Now that don't make sense at all. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the worst since they changed. And Comcast is owned by NBC. That's Comcast is, is NBC, NBC News, MSNBC. That's uh, that's oh really? Huh? That's 
Comcast is, but no, uh, Tom Warner was uh, um, sold out there that to uh, Spectrum. No, so anyway, where did Spectrum come from? Actually, when you call them, I'm based out of you call them there in uh, Ohio. You can't make them customer service anymore. I mean, I had it in, and and, and uh, it's been all checked out for everything, and they they they. I was told it's on Spectrum's end. It's not nothing at all with the service with with the computer or anything else. It's no, all. Problem. The problem, them. yeah. The, the problem is with Spectrum; they are the worst. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm trying to get all the stuff cleaned off, and I, I'm trying to learn how to. I got somebody helping me with some of this stuff. I I got to get these folders over to the Gmail account. He, the the fellow's trying to figure out how he can do it. <laughs> Yeah. Because uh, I I just want to get out of the email part completely. Yeah. I mean, Actually, and you have no choices. I mean, if you want cable, the only thing you can get is Spectrum. Right. Yeah. So I, it's 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 a lot of work, but I got to get out of it. Yeah. How's how's the cable access going? What do you mean? The, the, your show, the, yeah, your your show. Oh, the, the, pub, oh, the that. Uh, the only uh, that's going pretty good, but the only thing I'm having is uh, Hamuk is changing over a little bit of of how I how I send the links, mm-hmm. and somehow or other on his end, he's gotten some things that isn't in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't happened a whole lot, but it's, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, so when I go send something in, it's sometimes not the right link because the doggone thing hasn't been under the right heading. Right. Uh, but I've, I've been going through that. But the fellow there is being the Dennis is the scheduler down there, and he's been he's been great. Yeah. And we're working on a. He said he put on short clips for fillers, if yeah. I had any. So we're working on something now that we can do with a Ed Asner short clip. Very good. Uh, it, it, it'd be an eight-minute, eight-minute. See, some yeah. people send in maybe not enough time on, on what they want on, and then he has these clips that he uh, that Dennis puts in to fill the time in. And that's nice because you can get it all hours, all hours on on. Uh, so if we can get this accomplished, that's, that's the other thing that's being worked on. Yeah. And uh, the word is from uh, the Lawyers Committee, mm-hmm. very, very close to the, the request uh, to, uh, to the Attorney General to see the grand jury. See, we know it won't happen right away, but, but the filing has to be, they're trying to get a filing in by a certain date. Yeah, so work in progress. Yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. And so somehow or other uh we we're hoping some more people will get a little bit inspired to talk about this to other people. Even Danny Sheehan when he was on the conference last year, 
the and he's the that big attorney that did the Iran Contra affair. He's the counsel for the lawyers committee. Uh-huh. And he said that without a mass of people backing this up, it, it won't happen. You got, well, we, we gotta we got to get mass of people going. Hmm. And I don't he know. Was, he was a lawyer when I was doing the disclosure project too. Was he? Dr. Greer, yeah. He uh-huh. was that for for that whole disclosure. He he was a lawyer for that. He's really good. He's he, he yeah. He did some wonderful information on on uh, on that conference. I've been putting that on public access. But uh, yeah, you can get your public access going with some of this stuff, Dee, right? <laughs> well, I have the show going, uh, but I don't even live in Portland anymore. <laughs> oh, you don't? No, I had to move across the river into Vancouver. Oh, and well, you because said- I could. At that station, weren't they just picking out what they wanted to put on, and you were just out of, out of the nine uh, eleven TV library? Uh, no, they. Well, it it was. Hamouk was going to make arrangements with my friend that was running that part, and I don't think he ever did. But I I spent most of last. Yeah, I spent most of last summer and up till even now moving and trying to find a place to live. And I had to leave the state because they're, and they're raising rents. I showed that on a local news today. They're just continuing to raise rents over there. It's crazy if I'll get out. Yeah. 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 Other friends have, you know, are trying to get a house as well and they have to come up here, but it won't last long. The prices here won't last long in Vancouver. It's not far away from Portland. It's right across, you know, River, <laughs> mighty Columbia. So, but uh, you know, every time I go over there and do any kind of errands, I, it usually takes at least two and a half hours to get it the minimal amount of stuff done. You know, mm. so, but uh, you know, it's all right. I feel like I'm going home when I cross the river. <laughs> well, where were you raised? Where were you born and raised? No, I was born in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Wow. <laughs> but okay. uh, we, my dad was a Greek streetcar driver there and then um we ended up moving out to the country up there and uh uh then there was a major tornado that blew away our farm and oh. you know all the cows and chickens and whatever and you know we ended up in LA so I actually grew up in my grade school and middle school in Los Angeles and then my folks moved us up here into Oregon when I was 12 so Hopped around a bit. <laughs> so you you really were you're really Oregon then, really. Oh yeah, I came here when I was twelve, and I, it's been my home. You know, I mean, I feel I've lived you know in other parts of the state a couple times, but you know, I'm doing some traveling. But yeah, I consider it my home. It's just that it's so different. They they don't even know what to do with the population. The city planners, it's really bad. They're finally our governor is finally doing something good. She's trying to get more money for the homeless because there's, they opened a shelter, one shelter for women and just women and children last year. And there were 250 to 300 single women with children sleeping there every night. And this year it was almost 600 a night. Is there no work up there? uh, Well, there's work, but it's hard when you're a single mom. I mean, some of these homeless people are working people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I actually have some family members that are working but can't find housing. 
you know, in anything significant. And um, so, uh, yeah, and so this year it's doubled the, the number of homeless people, women and children, that don't have anywhere to live. And they may have a car, but... Mm-hmm. So, and then there's another big shelter they're trying to open. Um, this has kind of been new in the last year or so, where they actually we had such a rough winter and people were dying. <laughs> That's why they stole my car and lived in it for four days. But, um, yeah, so it's it's the homeless situation here is brutal. It's terrible. Especially when there's children. Cost of housing is expensive, too, in Oregon. The cost of housing is just absolutely phenomenal. For uh, Oh, it, it, it's hideous. It, it's just absolutely, you know, I, I think it's sinful, you know, it having lived there. I've always been able to have some kind of a house, you know, and um, and really I can't complain about where I am now. It's a small, small space, but it's home and it's quiet and it's safe, but um, it's you know, I mean, gosh, you know, it's just the something that would be like a five or six hundred dollar studio apartment goes for fifteen hundred to two thousand. You know, and mm-hmm. a lot of the artist communities that made the city so beautiful and everything, those those people, have, you know, they they run them out of these big work. long time ago but it might have been <laughs> is he an older man um yes you know maybe, I, maybe it's somebody from the past that rolled through my groups or something or our, our church or whatever when we were doing all the alternative uh, patriotic stuff well the i, I had really heard him a long time ago when i lived up in pennsylvania and i did send for the orange or the uh, lancaster county I wanted to see what it looked like, the Orange County, or not Orange County, Lancaster County CFR. And oh, okay. I still have that. Yeah, I, I still have that. But I thought, you know, that's information that's got to get out there that people can see it. Because a lot of communities, they're, they're saying they're broke and everything else, and they've got, they got 
a huge Half amount the back there. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, actually, the big one that's making the money is the brokers to the investments. Because that oh, money is okay. constantly with the, with the investment situation, and they're the ones that's making all the money, and that money's all sitting there. I know they have to, by law, have a certain certain amount, but uh, from what I understand, many of the communities have far far more than the amount they need. That'd be interesting, because then to look and see what what uh, Oregon has. Yeah. Did you know Walter Berrien in Pennsylvania? You said. No, I didn't know him. In it was when I lived in Pennsylvania. I heard. Of oh. Him. Oh, okay, because we did a, uh, did a lot of work back there with the uh, in 1977 in York, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and in Harrisburg, we we actually had a 7777 uh, patriotic parade and conference and music show, and and it brought out all the alternative, uh, you know, people back then uh, didn't have. I mean, there's still a lot of people that were into all the stuff we're still all looking at. But it, maybe that's where, I don't know, that name sounds so familiar. I yeah, have to look back. that up. I don't know whether it was one on these calls or or, or what, but I, and then his name just came up recently, and I thought, you know, that's something. Uh, so I'm trying to get, because uh, he's done some videos, and so I'm, oh, Pamuk is going to, when I finally pick which one out that I think is the best one, he's going to um, uh, get that link, get it done, and a link for public access. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just kind of end up having to drop the ball on my producership over there. I just was having trouble fitting it in. I'm still right now having to try to find work. Yeah, I haven't ever had to do that. I've always been able to do my own thing. Before I got on the call, you probably went over this, but I'm very interested to know how Ray is doing. Yeah, we talked about it uh, before the show and then right after. I talked to him yesterday at length. He would really love to get a phone call from anybody off our group. He mentioned, Uh you know, but... um, it's going faster than they thought, and uh-huh. he's got to go fund me, and he's trying to, to get the funds. Uh, his sister has got them, and there has been, uh, you know, quite a bit um, brought forward, but not nearly enough to send him to a clinic. So and he, he has to somehow get a juicer, and then Steve's got some ideas that he's going to share with him this week, and... Um, and then I've got things he's asked me to get for him, but I'm still waiting on money so I can do it for money from his um, contrib- contributors. Now, what's it's not- the best way to get in touch with him? Is, is I, it I th- email or? Well, he'd like to. I think you should call him, Betty. I think it would mean a lot to him. It's uh, his cell phone. Um, I can see I have it here. I was trying to call him in the hospital, and I was having a heck of a time getting through. But um, his landline doesn't have an answering machine on it. Um, but here's his cell phone number. Okay. Uh, 704-639-639. Yeah, 5432. 5432. Okay. Now, and he, you know, he, where it's still in the hospital. 
Well, he's at home. He doesn't have any insurance. Uh, he doesn't. He's got. Um, He's got some plans that he wants to implement. It's going slowly, and uh, if he has to, he'll probably go for the treatment they're, you know, offering him. But he doesn't feel like he would do very well through that. So. Yeah, he's, he's probably wiser, kind of, you know, picking out what's going to be comfortable for him. Yeah, and so they, trying to help he isn't that. sure of it. He that's not going to help even, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, he knows they, a lot about alternatives. Thankfully, he's done a lot of research. They did not expand Medicaid here in North Carolina, as you know, Betty. So that's not really an option. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. His sister's kind of. Uh, I don't know. I think she's doing the best she can under the circumstances, but it's not making it. She's not, you know, she doesn't support him trying to do alternatives, so it's kind of. Yeah, yeah. I know it'd be like my daughter and me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's totally for the pharmacy and all this other stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, I just. Yeah. This won't go without it. What? My thyroid medicine is more on the natural than it is. I won't take this thyroid. So. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, maybe when the, when the industry itself comes out and says, oh, guess what we discovered? You can't really get well on these medications, you know? Yeah. And I was trying to tell my brother, you know, we both have sleeping disorders, but I, I've corrected mine tremendously by the things that the three things I do at night to sleep and he takes antidepressants to sleep. And I said the problem with it is you're not correcting the actual function in your brain and your you know, your brain's not being counter affected to, to function better on its own, you know. Yeah. And uh, he just doesn't it, people just don't seem to grasp it for some reason. <laughs> it's the But some people take things or they'll die, you know. They don't. I think a lot of those things put uh, toxins in your system. Oh, of course they do. It's not natural, so it can't. It can't. I, I don't think if anybody looked at all the warnings on these things, I don't know how they still can take them. And, I know. You know with my my husband is on the eloquence, which I don't agree with, but it's his decision. Uh, the pharmacy takes off that paper that gives you all the warning. They, they oh, get it out of there. They never give it to him. Oh my God, that's that's a no brainer so right there. We were to able to, we were able to get the financial the support because it, when it came to, uh, October. He was in with that, they call it a donut hole, I don't know why, but uh, you've reached your max maximum um, something on your on your insurance. So instead of $45, your, your medicine goes up to 200 So we filed for the company to help us, the one that does Eloquist, and mm-hmm. we did get it for a couple of months. So when they sent that couple of months, that came right direct from the company. 
it had the warning things, <laughs> warning paper that wasn't taken out. You should have seen my husband's face when he said, oh, my God. he's determined he's, he's supposed to go to the doctors in a week, and this is going to be something else because he's going to be asking to get off of it. Oh, well, bless his heart. Yeah, yeah I mean, when he read all those, all those. I know, and you have death is on there, you know. <laughs> oh, God. No, well, I think in the pharmacy was taking them out of the. That doesn't seem right. They, they knew people wouldn't take it if they read it. Oh, God. You know, I, I got lucky. I I lost my Oregon Health plan, which paid for free acupuncture, which I really, really missed. But I got diagnosed with Hep C. And, and, it, and I was kidnapped as a teenager, and that, that's when I probably got it. Uh-huh. And I was, uh, you know, uh, exposed to to uh, needle narcotics. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How old were you then? Didi? Hello? Can you hear me? Because I can't hear you. No, I don't. Oh, there she is. This is our dear spectrum. No, she did. Yes, she dropped. She must have. She must have lost. Yeah. So I haven't heard from Marsha whatsoever. So I don't know what's going on with Marsha. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. She never did call, Betty. She never did call. She is so. Oh. I, I, I'm somewhat worried about her because she's a mixture of confusion and depression. Right. And she, well, she's—I know this. She was going to still try to keep up with her contracts with the harp because she she had all these contracts uh, uh, to go to the for for because of holiday music yeah. stuff and and. Uh, she was going to still keep up with that, so that's probably why I haven't heard from her. Yeah. She had a lot all, all at once piled on her hair. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, Dee must have gotten knocked off. Do we have a lot of listeners, or is it just the three of us? No, we've got quite a few on. We've got a quite a few on. Uh, Hi, everybody. Let's hear from you. <laughs> uh, Dixie, you talked about one uh, contact Walter Burian. What was that? Uh, you mentioned one to contact Walter Burian. Yes. Uh, have you looked at his website? I think it's CAFR1.com. Yeah, I've looked at the website. Okay, but in their contact there? I don't think so. Maybe I didn't study it good enough. I don't know. Uh, I, I do get his emails occasionally. Well, I, I got somebody uh, that uh, knows a person that knows him personally. Uh-huh. So I thought I'd reach out through that person. Uh, uh, to be able to do it, I was going to do it that way to try to, because I don't really know where this other person does. 
Oh, okay. We, if if we can, I'd, I'd love to try to get him on this call. Yeah, I don't think he's an answer. You, you were asking that earlier. I don't think he has. Yeah, I can't remember how I first came in contact with it. It was when I, I lived up in Pennsylvania, but this just recently came up the other night. So I looked in my file cabinet because uh, it was so familiar to me, and I then I found the uh, information where... I had heard him and everything, and I, I actually did do the Lancaster County CFR. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very interesting. Very, very. Didi's back. Yeah, I, I found uh, I found a West Virginia state capper, but I couldn't find one for the city. Uh, they even haven't delivered the school boards. Even. Uh, oh, they're there. Well, it must be somewhere, but I couldn't locate him on the web. Oh, I, you have, yeah, yeah, you have to send for him. Well, yeah, I understand. Uh, the editors of all the city papers they get them every year. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the newspapers. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't talk about them. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't tell you anything. I was just absolutely amazed. I mean, sat there reading with my mouth wide open because of. Uh, what all this, this, and I, I do know there has to be, you know, an extra sum of money. But when I read it all, all it looks like to me is it's gravy for the brokers. And and there's a, a lot of uh, things like uh, investments in military stuff. Oh yeah, uh, well, in the whole country, it becomes clear why uh, the government really. Uh, is being run by the businesses because they have to, you know, because they're so heavily invested in the whole stock market that they have nothing, right. they have no choice but to support it. Right. It's almost like a vicious cycle. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I'm getting older now, and it's a little hard for me to keep up with the, all this stuff, but I do think that this has to, if, if we can get something going with, because I got a series of public access, and I think that would be a valuable video to get out to the public, especially where I live. Yeah. Okay. I just dawned on me, Betty, where why Walter Berrien sounded familiar. He's the one. He's been on our program talking about the comprehensive. Um, he has. How long ago? Uh, Steve. Probably, uh-huh. probably eight, nine years ago. Probably nine years ago. He was on with us when. He, I think we were first doing the Ron Paul meetup call maybe 10 years ago. He was on with us from the get-go. And that must have been where I got the information to know to go research this thing. Yeah, because someone else was on, too, that was talking about it at length. Um, Was it – gosh, I'd have to look back. Did we ever have Richardson on? Huh? Did we ever have a man named Richardson on? I, I think he's been for president one of the last two times, uh, but he's not, you know, you know, not well known. But uh, I think it's Cliff Richardson. Uh, he used to be on RBN even. That sounds familiar. What, yeah. what is he? What is he? What was he? I didn't hear uh, your last. Well, he spoke about the tappers for one, but he, he, he spoke about a lot of different things, too. Uh, I know he had a whole thing on vaccines, had a video on vaccines. 
Uh-huh. Uh, other things. Uh, whatever's topical and, you know, and controversial. He got into it. Boy, Bobby Kennedy's going after the vaccine thing, aren't they? I know. I think that's great. Oh, I think it's wonderful. He, oh, him, he won't, he won't give up no how. <laughs> oh, I tell you. If he decides he's going to go after something, <laughs> forget it. He's well, I, <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of politician. I mean, you, you know who Trey Gowdy is, right? Yeah. I just love him. <laughs> I love the way that he goes after stuff. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a very it's nice when they man. move back down. You know, that's the. I know more people like that. And there's that other guy, the young one. Uh, Jay, uh, he's got two J names, I think. Uh, he's always right there with Trey Gowdy on these issues, standing up and not backing down in, in Congress. I just love him. I mean, he's a. I'm so terrible with these names. It makes me look completely, my family just brutalizes me. They'll say, oh, what's, what are you excited about? And I go, nah, well, what's the name of the person? I, I don't know. I just know he's out there doing this, and it's very cool. It gets worse as you get older. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to be 70 in February, and if that's old enough, I, I just think we leave it at that. <laughs> oh, Mm. I don't know, well, you Betty. Know, another pretty, another guest I was thinking about, I, I think I, I mentioned it the other day to you, Steve, is I'd love to see um, Joe Bannister and Sherry Jackson, like, on the same call. Yeah. I think that would get... be fun if we could get them on the same call. Yeah, <laughs> special. Joe Bannister's doing a great job. He's got his little program, radio program going. Oh, wh- wh- where's that radio program? Uh, he's in Nevada, so. Okay. Last I know, he was in Nevada. I can't think of. I forget the the title of the program. I'll send it to you if you can find it. Okay. Yeah, I just thought of that GOP representative is Jim Jordan. Yeah, yeah. He's good. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's from Ohio, I guess. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I just said his name. <laughs> I can't remember it. <laughs> oh, he has, he's on Facebook. Uh, also, what's his name? That's Joe Banner, Joe Bannister. Oh, Joe Bannister. Oh, okay, that's what I thought you. He's on, he's on he's on Facebook. So so. Let's see. I'm sure he mentioned uh, would remember you and Steve and everybody. Oh yeah, I would think yeah. Oh okay. A lot of information out there. Well, you know, back in the day when Walter was on with us, Betty. You know, that was back. Uh, and Diddy, that was back when we had like, we had about four or five or six guests a night, you know, on Thursday night. We, 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 we had the show going for, what, four or five hours. <laughs> no wonder we're tired. <laughs> but that, is any of that archived or not? That Way back then it wasn't archived, right? It. It's still up on the net. I, was, I think we just got to organize where we can put up a link where you can research those. 
because there's so damn many of them. We got you know 500 calls. So yeah, 500, 528. Yeah. <laughs> so, we have that not, much. Yeah, yeah, not all not all all of them on talk We got about 300 on talk shoe, but we had you know we had uh, almost four years before we got on talk shoe. So we had a lot yeah. of calls that were uh, just recorded. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I didn't. Start, used, I can't believe we used to do it every day, every night of the week. Oh, I know it. Um, I didn't start taking hard copy notes till call number forty, forty something, forty three, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I, I know. now I have a hard time keeping up with one or two. <laughs> oh yeah, we have uh, we have Ernest Hancock and. You know, all these other people back when we were doing the Ron Paul meetup call, man, we, we had a we had we had a list. We we had a lot of people that were coming on and Fred had to squeeze them in. So, you know, we had a we had a lineup every Thursday night. It was it's pretty massive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we had do you remember Tim Wingate, Betty? The name's familiar. Well, he was the um state coordinator for AFTF from um Oh, gosh, I'm forgetting what its date is. Do you know, Steve? Anyway, he was on with us a couple of weeks ago. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we were kibitzing about the good old days a little bit. <laughs> He's an interesting speaker. I'll have to get in the archive and listen to it. It's just, it's just been crazy around here. It's just I, I, I just haven't lately for the past month and a half, I haven't had enough hours in the day. It's funny how it's changed. Yeah, it's the same way with me, you know, and I'm not doing near what I used to do, not even close, but I'm just like going from one thing to the other, just trying to stay, keep it all in the air, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think, how did I do all that other stuff? How did I do all that? That's what I say. I don't feel like I'm accomplishing anything. (laughs) And it seems like I'm busy, 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 but um, see, I'm not accomplishing what I want to do. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm being caught up and going all directions with all personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So everything I every time I think I'm caught up with all that, another problem comes along. <laughs> <laughs> I know just the challenges of everyday life take up a lot of time. <laughs> well, it seems like it. Now that I'm older, it seems like forever to do anything. Mm-hmm. Because I have to recheck myself all the time because I, I find out <laughs> I'm making so many mistakes that I, I have to recheck to make sure I haven't made a mistake. Then i got to remember whether I rechecked or not and go back and do it again. <laughs> See if you're really doing what you thought you were doing to begin with. <laughs> oh, well. oh, man. Well, at least we have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, great. Everything has been going in this length of time with this because a lot of people have been able to learn things. Mm-hmm. So I even yeah. know on the call we've been able to learn so much from. Oh from my God, family. I've learned yeah. so much. Yeah. <laughs> See, for Hamuk to to do a decent video, it's best if he can get like an original and not take it off of YouTube 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he can do it the other way, but it, the the quality is so much different to put it on TV, you know. So I'm yeah. trying to see if I can uh, get in touch with Walter and see if we can't get some kind of an original. Well, I wonder. You know who James Hager is, right? Yeah. Well, he just um, put out his new movie, Mainstream. Uh huh. I I'd like yeah, to see I haven't that. seen that one. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I'd like to see that on mainstream media. I mean, on the cable media. That that thing is really good. It's two four parts. Um, he, I just, we do parts. <laughs> that I just, be a month of scheduling. <laughs> yeah, I took him. I mean, I just he was always on the call saying, "Fred, send send us your address, and we'll send you some movies." You know, and so I I wrote to him and I said, "Hey, remember those free movies here?" you're going to give us <laughs> so I sent him Steve and Fred and my address and he sent me a free movie but I don't think he ever sent one to Steve and Fred <laughs> can, you, can you forward it to us I could forward I was going to forward it to Steve I, was, I didn't tell you that Steve I was going to say you can, you can have this copy <laughs> well, just, if nothing, forward one copy. we could make a copy and then I could send it to Betty and Betty you could probably put it up on cable access I don't need, I don't need DVDs anymore Oh, okay. I only need links. Thankfully. Oh. Oh, wow. I can That's... do that. I, I can do it just by just by a link. My big thing is I have to have a move, bring it down to the time frame. Yeah. For public access. I wonder if if he would if. See, I, see I, how... I what I do is if a film like that, I would uh I would contact James Yeager and ask for his permission. Well, that's what I was just going to say. I think that's probably what, and he's very open. I mean, I can send you his, he sent, he's still sending, I must be on his mailing list because he sends me, he's putting out a new movie on, um, it's called, going to be called Good Guy with, Good Guys with Guns. And he had me vote on which name I like the best. And then I've been giving him some feedback. He's got a bunch of people he does that with, but he's really open. I know he, he would respond to your email. I'll send you. His link there. He can send me your one of you. He just sent you too, right? Uh, yeah. You should just talk to him or email him and tell him you want to. You know. Why can't you send me a link? Oh, uh, oh, you mean up to the movie? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I have a link to. Are you going to send it to Steve? Well, I have a hard copy of the movie, buddy. Oh, you have hard copy. Yeah, I yeah. got two DVDs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was going to send it to Steve anyway because he didn't get a copy. <laughs> so I don't know, but I think if you if you contacted him, you know, I think you could get a link. Yeah. I mean, it, yes. Send me his... I, I had his contact information at one time, but I'd have to go yeah. to for it. Well, yeah, I, have, I can send it because I I think I put up a couple of his already on public access. Oh yeah, Steve Midnight well, Ride wasn't that his? Yeah, yeah, had, and Amorous Lobby. Yeah, he had yeah yeah. He had the movie up for free when he was on our show because he had it up for I don't know seventy two hours for anybody to watch for free, and then you know he took it down because you know he's selling it. So see that was. That was it. So that's yeah, I don't know. Make, make those things. I don't think he's got a well, working yeah. 
right now. So uh, you know, but Didi's got the hard copy. So, but anyway, yeah. I I agree with Didi. I don't I don't think it would be appropriate to put it up without you know without his okay. Oh yeah, oh, well, I would never do that. That's what Betty just said too. She doesn't wanna. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna look up his contact right here and find it. He emails me. Um, I must be on his mailing list. See, I can see the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, no, really. I mean, yeah, you can make some copies. Um, he's got something else. He's always oh, he sent. What's he doing? I don't know. Sometimes his emails don't have anything attached to them. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm poorly organized on this computer, so I should have that right in an address, but I don't think I have it. Oh, I don't know how things get away. This one that he just sent in, like just as we were talking about him, but I can't, there's nothing there, but I can go down and find another Whatever, one. Whatever, you don't have to do it right now. Just yeah, well, I'm sitting it. here. <laughs> go see it, you see it, and send it. Okay, yeah. He's such a nice guy. Stayed on for almost an extra hour last time he was on and talked to me. <laughs> yeah, I know when he was. I I couldn't. I couldn't go on. Oh yeah, you were there. Was I there that night? Or I don't know if you stayed on late, but. Oh. But yeah, probably not. <laughs> Three hours later. But, oh well, you know you know you already know a lot. <laughs> I don't even get a chance to go into your archives, let alone. <laughs> yeah, I know how that goes. think I'm going to have to get off soon anyway, too, because I'm trying to keep my bedtime hours better. So I, I got the doctor's reminder of what I should do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I found this, and so I'm going to send it to you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is contact list <laughs> for this new movie. Cuddy just jumps from one to the other. I don't know how he does the movies so fast. I don't either. And he has to have it, get it funded and everything. I want to send him a donation if I had it, because then you can be in the credits. <laughs> I think it would be fun. Yeah, it's a lot of expense, because he has to actually do the traveling to each location. So, you know, to video different people that are speaking. So, you know, it's a lot of expenditure with that. Yeah, this new one's called Good Guys with Guns, Why the NRA Should Support All of the Second Amendment. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. There was another name that they were running. I didn't like it. It didn't seem to fit. Me and Benny sent four different versions of it, and I liked number four the best. <laughs> I can't always get feedback on what he sends because he, he knows that. He says, anybody that gets this is too busy, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a name could very easily take away from it if it's not the right name. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, thank you for sending that. Oh, yeah. It's just a uh, don't you think that's the best way to go about speaking to Walter Buren uh, through somebody that he he's already in contact with? Um, um, or, or, so that person could refer me 
you know. We probably should have got some information on him because I, I bet it's in one of our old newsletters. But you know that that was, that was so long ago. He's probably changed those addresses. But you know, I I don't I don't think he's. You know, we probably just never have tried to get him back on. I'm sure he remembers us. Yeah, if you, if you write to him, Betty, and just say, you know, we you were a guest on our American Underground Network with Fred Smart, and maybe he'll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that was called the Ron Paul Meetup call instead of the Collective Consciousness. So that was, you know, he'll remember that name. Well, yeah. I think he's been. He hasn't he been on way way past Ron Paul's call? Yeah. I think I mean, so. who was it that came on and taught us all about Kafra not in the last couple of years or so? Yeah, my guy cool. was living in Pennsylvania when he he was on, I think. Well, I mean, this has been—I don't know—linear time escapes me, but it seems like it's been in within the last three years that we've had Kafra was a big subject. That's, we learned it from somebody on the call. Into my... I don't have all my books here of our calls. I usually, when I get curious enough, I start rolling through them, but they're in storage again. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for sending that, and I think I'm going to kind of sign off. I'll let well, you Merry Christmas. make out with this. Yes, do. And Merry Christmas to you and yours, to you and yours. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, best to you. You too. And uh, I'll probably call. Yeah, yeah. I'll be in touch. Okay. Okay. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night, night, everybody. Bye. Okay, those that are muted is star six. If you want to unmute. Star six. I don't know if I am or not. You're unmuted. I am? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I can hear you. <laughs> huh. Okay. Walter Burian, he, uh, Jeff French used to uh, interview him a good bit. Yeah, I know he's been on Coast to Coast. Like a bit. Jeff French had him, too. He's the one that did the research up in New Jersey. He said every man, woman, and child in New Jersey could live for five years without spending any money because they had enough money put in in uh, cubby holes up there that could support everybody for five years. I got that on tape somewhere. I, I used to record him on the C band. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's probably been on with us at least a couple dozen times over the past ten years, but it's just been a long time ago. But he's he's been on with us. I mean, I think we used to have him on about every week. Oh, well, it's so funny when she mentioned it. I thought what <laughs> I thought maybe it's a name from the past, but it when I saw the Capra site, I thought, oh no, wait, that was him. Yeah, I can. I still remember. I I see his picture from putting it up on the newsletter so many times. You know. <laughs> Almost ten years ago, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, I probably have the phone number written down in my files that aren't here in the office anymore. Probably on our list, you know, for our call IDs. I'm sure it is. 
you know, if he would call in right now, and still have his name tag, you know, unless he changed his number. But yeah, he he was on with us, you know, all the time. I mean, he was he was almost a staple. <sighs> but that's back when we had, like I said, four, five, or six guests, you know, a night. You know, first <laughs> night. Oh, we were crazy people. Well, I'm sorry I missed all that. Oh, such enthusiasm. When we were putting out the movie, yeah, that was that times were interesting too. Just, yeah. There's so much going on nowadays. It's just like, you know, even back then there wasn't so much alternative news and so so many people involved in broadcasting and stuff and now it's like everybody. Oh, I'm getting such a kick out of Lionel Nation. Do you guys ever listen to Lionel Nation? Um, I think I have before. It's been a while. He is a character in half. I just, I just love what he does. He did this brilliant thing on tying all these things together, all these subjects, you know, all the stuff that we discussed, chemtrails, you know, and it goes on and on and on. And he says, the problem with citizen journalists is they're always looking for somebody to, who's doing it. You know, who's doing this? Who's doing this? Instead of, is there actually a, a crime occurring? And I thought, now that's what makes it interesting. If you can figure out what crime is being committed by these activities, then you can do something about them, right? Right. If you go after. But he was making a point, and people get so spread out on all these subjects that they don't know what to do. They just go, who's doing this? Well, we know who's doing this, so, you know, let's go after them instead of is there really a crime going on here that we can do something about I have a friend that says the truth can never be known and I said that's not true people go after a subject it it comes out and it changes it I don't know do you think the truth can actually be known (laughs) about any particular subject (laughs) yep absolutely The power, the power folks are looking for uh, input if anybody's interested. Uh, you know uh, that the Ken guy that owns uh, the network, he, he put them off the air. Uh, he took the three-hour slot away from them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Without any warning. And he moved them to the afternoon to two hours. Yeah, and and Dave Von Kleiss is doing their advertisement for him too. Yeah, he he does the opening because uh, one of my friends here in Charlotte, Renee, called me. She said, "Steve," she said, "You'll never believe who I heard on the air." And I said, "Who?" And she said, "Dave Von Kleiss. He's doing the an opening advertisement for it. He's the one that intros it." So, and I said, "Well, I don't think he's still back here. I think he's still living overseas." And oh, he is. Yeah, but but he does. He does have a recorded open to them. Now, they they didn't divorce, you know. They were just separated. Well, Joyce, you know, Riley's dead now. She passed. Oh, I, I know. I told yeah. you all when she died. Oh, that's right. You did. You did. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, his daughter, Dave's daughter, still lives in uh, in New York. New York? Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. You did you did share that with us, Gary, because we didn't we didn't know that. If you look that up, if you look it up on Wikipedia, you can see the history of uh, they were after him because they said in Dave's background he had about uh, thirty five or fifty uh, German, uh, you know, the German on the wrong side in his family, but that doesn't make him wrong. Yeah, now they were they were they were digging after him big time. Yeah, there was all kind of stuff on the internet. I saw that long time. Dave's not like that. <laughs> and believe me, I talked to him hours and hours on cell phone back in. I think last time we for a long time was back in two thousand nine. Because he called me and we talked for hours. Good guy, real good guy. Yeah. Well, like I say, he maybe he's come back to take something over at the power because he and Joyce were only separated. They were not divorced. Uh, yeah. Well, I think I, if I'm not mistaken, he he remarried because the girl he, he went to because he was on our show, Gary, and he talked about it, and he met the love of his life, and uh, he moved and got married. He he married that girl and moved to uh, I'm not sure if it's Buenos Aires or or I think it's somewhere in, in Argentina. Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. I see him on uh, Facebook. Somebody, somebody point blank asked her if uh, they could have separate. I mean, divorced later, but yeah. somebody was at the meeting there with uh, with uh, a Pastor Butch, and they asked her point blank, and she said, "No, we're only separated." Well, <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I, I, I like I said, I thought that's that's, that's not. Thing on Wikipedia, if you look, if you read the history on Wikipedia. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he remembered. He said he did. At least that's what he told. Yeah, we've got that archive. It's actually an audio show with him. And okay. uh, but he, he never said anything bad, you know, about Joyce on air. Um, right. So no, there's no no ill ill uh, words. No, I think she was a little strict on him. Well, yeah, that's what I was feeling. <laughs> they wouldn't listen to the power anymore because of the things she was doing. First, first time Dave Von Kleist came on our show had to be nine, ten years ago, and he had just come. He had just come out with Ripple Effect, the movie Ripple Effect, and so uh, he'd call in. He'd call in every week, and he'd be on there, and we'd say, "Hey, Dave," you know, I see him there, and he'd, he'd talk, and uh, but. When he was on our show the first time, he said, "He said anybody like a copy of uh, Ripple Effect? Here's the phone number. You call and give my name, and would uh, so I said you can get a copy free. So a lot of us did, including me. I called and I've I've got a copy still of it because they sent it. He said anybody on the show tonight, call in, give this number, give my name, and you get a copy of Ripple Effect. And, the, and he did. He mailed one out to everybody that called. I've got." Yeah, you made copies for us. <laughs> that's right. So you know, that's that's. I, I think that's that's what kind of got Dave and her like that. But that's just that's the type of guy he was. He's a, he's a really good-hearted guy. Good guy. He seemed like he was. Oh, yeah. He he didn't have mean bone in his body. I mean, he's always trying to help people. So. All that egg stuff is written. It's not true. 
think they're trying to figure out what to do with the paramount. Yeah, well, you know, that's a marketing thing, and so right. Dave wasn't into that. Dave was more about helping people, so, I mean, right. he he gave you the shirt off his back. He wasn't into, you know, making money. So, uh, yeah. I think I'm kind of, you know, I think it's nice he promotes it by the recording. But, uh, you know. He did the 9-11 thing, too, I believe. Yeah, in plain sight. Yeah. Yeah, in plain sight, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was that was the first 9-11 video I forgot. And, uh, of course, the Loose Change second edition came out. That was kind of like cemented uh, or what really happened. That was just a phenomenal, you know, film. But then Dave came out with Ripple Effect, and that's that's a good finish to uh, going along with uh, uh, Loose Change Second Edition because well, Ripple Effect was excellent. And uh, he has good things in there. And, and his soundtrack he had um, for the closing was phenomenal. Good song. Everything. Everything he had in there was really professionally done. You know, they Dave's professional. You know, he really oh, is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe he could put together anything musically anyway. I mean, Very talented. Good rhythm every day. Yeah. Very talented musician. Uh, sings, plays guitar, um, composer. Um, uh, announcer. Yeah. He, he he's he's very good, good guy. Like I said, uh, you know, I, like I said, just just like we're talking now, he he called me, and I know we talked for two hours back in two thousand nine on my cell phone. He called, and you know, we talked a long time. He's just good people. I can't I can't say anything bad about him, you know, or, or anybody that does say anything bad about him. I I kind of have to differ with that because he's he's right. good people, good people. Yeah, he traveled all over the place in that. They had a, a bus that was going around, and he he was out there around doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I forget they had a name for it. I can't remember what they. Well, there was, you know, Betty and Linda Honeycutt were doing the Granny Warriors for Ron Paul. You know, they had that bus cleaned right. up Ron Paul for president. It's, you know, I've, I've been that many times, but uh, that was on CNN, too. I got too. the bumper stickers. I got a bumper sticker here from that first time. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I've still got the original, um, I guess it's probably about, what, 12 feet? I still got the original uh, uh, Ron Paul Revolution um, that was done in, uh, in uh, where was it, Arizona? You know, when they made those things up, I still got one of the original banners. Got, that, got it rolled up. Sure do. I've got one here in Charlotte. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun back then. We had quite a few guests on there that were really great from all over the world, England and everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, see, uh, 
shortly after Dave did Ripple Effect, which I didn't know until he told me about it, but see, he was living in New York and Joyce was in um, Missouri, you know, when they were separated. And so uh, then, uh, you know, that's that's just kind of like they parted because Dave had an elderly mother he was taking care of in in her estate. And so uh, he stayed with her until I guess she passed. And uh, so, uh, but yeah, he, he had a lot on his plate back then. So he, he was doing the, he was doing the show with Joyce um, from New York, you know, I guess via telephone. You never know, never know it. And if he hadn't told me that, I wouldn't have known it. But they did that for, I don't know, a year or so until they, uh, they ended it. And uh, he, he left the show. And then finally, he just called me. Said, "You know, he's just so fresh, frustrated with it." And he met somebody, and uh, he met another woman. He got he got married and moved to Argentina. Okay. Well, I mean, God deserves it. He sure he sure gave enough for what he did and trying to help with the nine eleven movement. I I consider him one of the leaders in it. I think he did some other things too. Yeah, he did a lot of events. He's actually a pretty good interviewer. You know, he could interview people when Joyce was off or something. He used to do pretty well with that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's part of his forte. Yeah, that's uh, he's a professional speaker. um, You know, a radio host. He he pretty well did his own movie. So and did a good job with it. So. He's nothing short of professional, in my opinion. Yeah. I think that's why he was he was vigorous, vigorously attacked, you know, because he was. Uh, and actually, he he took the. Uh, I still got a clip of it, but you know, he was on. Uh, uh, he was on uh, CNN. You know, he was on CNN after he did Ripple Effect. Um, they invited him to come on CNN, and so they they viciously attacked him. That's still up on YouTube. You can see that. And he told me, he said, he said, you know, Steve, he said, I, I really shouldn't have done that. He said they kind of um, baited him and uh, prompted him to come on and, and give his story. And so the whole thing was attacking him. And uh, that was just, it was kind of a vicious attack they did, you know, caught calling him he wore a um tinfoil hat and all this stuff and wanted to know if he still believed that Elvis was alive and all that. So, you know, things that were irrelevant to his film and the purpose of him doing ripple effects. So in other words, the whole point of having him on CNN was so they could attack him. Which, you know, in itself was pretty it was pretty crappy. It really was. And you know, Dave's just not like that. Dave just that even even doing his nine eleven film, he wasn't of a vicious nature, you know, as far as attacking somebody and getting ill with them and and uh, unrespectful. But yeah, he, he didn't point fingers. He just no, actually, he was very professional with that. So, yeah. um, but CNN, the way they yeah. attacked was very vicious and uh, 
very condescending. So um, they wouldn't even give him a chance to talk. So it was, you know, like he told me, he said it was a it was a mistake, and he regretted it because uh, they had a, a a clear motive for doing what they did, and it was to downplay him and and to try to degrade him for his uh, efforts that he had, uh, you know, helped with the movement of 9-11 Truth, which in my opinion, he did a great job. And I did, we did a tribute to him. Uh, I have to send that to you, Gary. I've got a, I've got that audio link, and I did a tribute to Davon Kleist. I think it's back in, I think it's back in 2009, last time he was on our show. It was on the eve of 9-11 back in 2009. And I did a, I worked on it for about a week. I did a tribute to him. I used different clips, and he actually acknowledged that and thanked me for it. He said, you put a lot of work. Yeah, he, he told me, he said, you put a lot of work into that, Steve. And I said, well, actually, I said, I did, and I said, you deserve it. And uh, he said, no. He said, I don't deserve it. He said, we need to get to the truth. But uh, that's just how humble that guy is. He, he's just really good people. So, But that was, that was a good show. That was the last time he, he was on with us, about uh, 2009. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll send you that. I'll send you that link. It's a, it's a whole bunch of links it's called About Us, and so I'll I'll shoot that over to you. I thought I'd sent that to you, but obviously I hadn't. Uh, don't believe so. No, I hadn't. I'll send it over to you tonight. Okay. I don't check my email every day, but every so often. No, this one's a good one. You can you set a lot of links on there, a lot of audio and some video too. That's got some good stuff. There won't be anything you'll be able to get through in one day, probably. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll sign off here and been working on computers. I must forgot to call in and see what was going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, you too. Thank and, you. Uh, I guess uh, I guess this week uh, everybody's talking about the uh, cambius oil, huh? Cheering everybody for different days. Um, what was that? The CBO, the oil from from the marijuana, the male marijuana plant. Yeah, CBD oil. Yeah. Right. It's really been going around here. Uh, in fact, the extra strength they can't even keep it in stock here. Oh, where do you live? Um, Charles, near Charles. What? Near Charleston, West Virginia. Oh well, that's cool. West Virginia's got yeah. that going on. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We got a lot of drugs here, that's for sure. Yeah, that's right. A lot, of homeless, a lot of homeless people here, too. All over the place. Yeah. Oh, wow. Same as here. Oh, really? Are you, you're in Oregon? Yeah, I'm in Portland, Oregon. Well, right at the moment, I'm across the river in Vancouver, Washington, but... Yeah, we have in Oregon there in Portland, we have the best dispensaries, I think, in the nation. You can buy, you know, if you have your medical card, but even if you're just a recreational person, you can still buy um, CBDs and things. CBDs are for sale in 
some of the large health food stores too, uh-huh. which is really amazing. <laughs> yeah, Gary, that's in your inbox. I just sent it to you. So you've got the about us at a, it says about us is the subject at AU Network. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Rollick was on. Uh, uh, he was on last night on Coast to Coast. He was talking about uh, taking care of pets. His subject was pets. Of course, he was. You know, that's where he, he was a veterinarian to start with. Oh, cool. Yeah, I forget. He's done thousands of autopsies of people and animals and everything. Well. Uh, also, uh, Dr. Marmol has been on with us many times. He's a veterinarian. Okay. He's a guy from Cuba, you know, the spy from Cuba back when Castro was around. So, uh-huh. uh, you know, Dr. Marmol, he was a, he's a, he's a doctor of veterinarian medicine. Oh, I've forgotten about that. He's the other guy that said he was going to send us his books. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, good good point. <laughs> <laughs> I never felt like I had the nerve to ask him though <laughs> to remind him. Well, yeah. Did you ever hear of a Dr. Truman Burst? He's in Salamis, Oregon. Oh no, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, he's got uh, nine degrees in herbology. Uh, he, he studied under a Dr. Cassie. In fact, he's the one that developed the SEIT because it's her name backwards. Oh, Eziac, yeah. Eziac, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, he's in Florida, Oregon. I used to record his show off the C band for him and mail it to him. Oh, <laughs> He wouldn't. He didn't pay me, but I could get product from him, and everything he has is in tincture form. Uh huh. He pretty pretty knowledgeable about what goes on. He has a show I think on Saturday afternoon on the internet. I haven't listened for a long time, but if you ever get a chance, Doctor Truman Burst. Huh. Hmm. Yep, I made a lot of tinctures back in the day. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, I had my own herb company. I had 150, had 150 products on the shelf at one point. Right. And I was manu- manufacturing some of them. Yeah, I got into herbalism when I was in my early, well, in my, when I hit about 20, I think, or oh, right. 20. Yeah. Yeah, and then I made my living in alternative medicine up until the late 80s. Oh. And then I got married to a musician and started doing some other things. Oh, okay. But yeah, that was my life for decades. I was the local bear, one of the local barefoot doctors. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, people were always showing up at our office with something going wrong, and can you help us with this? And, oh. <laughs> yeah. But it was a lot of fun. I ran a mail order company uh, called the USS Good Ship. Oh. And we shipped all over the country, probably, oh, I'd say 25 to 50 packages a day for 
Wow. About almost 15 years. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. (laughs) They probably miss you. I can package anything, let me tell you. (laughs) I often have. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, that was a big, it's a big deal here in Portland, the healing community. We have some of the, you know, some of the top natural colleges and stores in the country. That's why, part of the reason our population is so insane. But it sure is a mecca. Talking to Ray, you know, compared to what goes on in North Carolina and those areas. You know, they, allow different things. they allow more things in North Carolina than they do anywhere else, maybe except where you are. Not, yeah, well, no, you're not legal there for cannabinoids. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the dark ages. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, when I was having doing my company, we had did a lot of business with people in North Carolina. Okay. I always thought of it as being one of the more progressive states. At least it seemed to be back then. We were back then, but not now. Yeah, Yeah. and then I was just going to say what I've learned from you, Steve, is change my mind about it. (laughs) It's it's not the case now. It's it's, kind of really screwed up. But, uh, and you know, Ray Mills is a victim of of that totally. That's uh, really sad. That's it. If he was in Oregon, he'd be getting the treatment. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's really sad. That all all took place because of uh, actually a guy I I know and and met before and uh, was our former mayor of Charlotte was the last governor of North Carolina, Pat McCrory. And that was all that HB yeah. crap that was going on for a long time. And he was defeated, which I'm glad uh, as far as government yeah. But uh, the legislature pretty much is still in control of what's going on in North Carolina. And so it is not advancing or any way enhancing the Medicaid. So people that are without and don't have anything are basically screwed so that's just yeah, I don't know how they can do that. That sounds so archaic. Because, I mean, because the party that runs the state of North Carolina is in control and they don't want it. So, and whoever controls the state, that's what the way that happens until it's changed. So people are standing up against it, however, right? It won't do any good. It's, the, it's not going to do any good until they change the uh, legislature. Uh, of North Carolina. Whenever they do that and have control of it, then it'll change. But right now, it's not. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's, there's a lot of gerrymandering with the districts to make sure that it doesn't happen. So there's a lot of a lot of dirty dealing. Corruption. Well, a lot of corruption. Wow. But a lot of dealing from the bottom of the deck to make sure that uh, things don't change. And the Koch brothers have a lot of influence on this state, too. A lot of money oh, in on North Carolina. So this wow. this on for quite some time, but you know, sad too because we're we're such a big area for you know there's so many college and universities per square mile in North Carolina. I mean it's huge. You know Duke University, uh, UNC. Um, it's just you know there's so many colleges 
throughout the state. It's it's just massive the amount of uh, of uh, younger and smart educated uh, university and college grads that are coming from this area. But you know even they're kind of screwed over. They, they can't even they can't even vote unless they go home. It used to be you could vote while you're at school, and uh, yeah. they we don't permit that. You have to actually go home to vote, and they fix that. Where you know, it's, in other words, a lot of them not going to be able to leave school to go home to vote, so they don't. Well, you stack the deck, and that's what happens. But uh, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, you know, Ray has a couple of people he knows that are extremely wealthy. Uh huh. And if I was extremely wealthy, I would just pay for whatever he needed. <laughs> but I well, guess it's, that's me. I think it's the way he needs to approach him, really, Didi, and if he knows him. It's one thing to know somebody, but it's another thing to, you know, how you approach him. So. That's what I'll Yeah, think. one guy gave him three hundred dollars, but you know, he needs thousands. <laughs> well, again, like I said, you know, if it were me, like I said, the main thing I would do, I'd do protocell. That's very inexpensive. Yeah, and I, I'm glad you're gonna talk to him about that. That's and he should get on that right away. Darling said right off the bat, because that's very, very inexpensive. And it's proven. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. Uh, that's what I'll do. Okay. Well, I'm sure he'll jump right on that after you remind him. Well, he's he's aware of it, but I'll tell him again. But yeah, he's aware of it, and uh, that's that's very minimal cost. But it's it's. Yeah, uh, I I think maybe he didn't mention it to me, so maybe you need to remind him. Yeah, it's something you got to do daily, and you got to follow by the book because you know it's it's sold as a uh, a vitamin they can't call it what it is but uh you have to go by the book that was written um um on it and it has the the amounts and it's like just a quarter teaspoon every every six hours and uh, and does that work for viruses too now there's two types there's protocell 23 and protocell 50 and it's basically it lyses cancer in other words it it uh it because uh, of the protease yeah it, it lyses it so it, it dissolves it and but you have to be consistent with it it's every six hours that you have to take it and depending on what the illness is according to the book it's uh protocell 23 and protocell 50 there's different types of cancers it's all spelled out in the book and uh like I said, the lady that wrote the book does not even sell protocell. She did that. She did all uh-huh. kind of alternative medicines, but uh, she uh, pretty well did a good job with that. And they even recommend it for pets. So it has the procedure or as a preventative. So, but like I said, that's that's just such a minimal cost. And uh, and I know firsthand because one of Darling's best friends, she recommended it to her best friends. Uh, uh, I guess it was her brother-in-law had cancer. And so uh, he had an inoperable tumor, and he was in North Carolina. And so he listened to his sister-in-law after Darling told her about Protocell, 
and so he got the book. He started. He got the uh, the bottle of it. Started taking uh, a quarter teaspoon every um, six hours, and mm-hmm. this religiously for several months. And the doctor said his tumor was inoperable. So um, anyway, it started shrinking. So he went back to the doctor and he said, "Well, he can. We can do the surgery now. Remove it." And he said, "No, I don't want to. Um, I want to." keep on with what I'm doing. So he did, and eventually he was over his tumor. But as it states in her book that she wrote, you can still have even the tiniest uh, head of a pin will have thousands of cancer cells still in it. So, And it states in the book that if you once you get your tumor gone, you're not totally cured. It's wise to stay on this, which a fall mm-hmm. Still, only like a hundred bucks or something like that. But it's wise to stay on it for a couple years after you are get the all clear, just to make sure you get it all. So he yeah. didn't. He didn't. He got off of it, and doctor told him he was over it, didn't have any cancer. So he said, "Fine, I'm, you know, okay." But and then it came back with a vengeance and got him. So, um, you know, you've got to be, you've got to be responsible. And you have to be very, you got to change your lifestyle if you want to. Oh, yeah, I know. Anything like that, the the reason people fail is because they don't get vigilant about it, you know. And I'm guilty of that right now with the treatments I was going to do for myself. (laughs) I thought, well, how do you spell that, Steve? P-R-O-T-O-C-E-L. C-E-L, okay, I've seen that somewhere. I think you've told us about that before. Yeah, all you got to do is go to dietdoctor.com. So, no, diet doctor. Let me think about that. Uh, No, no, wait a minute. I'll have to look that up. It's been a while. No, that's not it. Oh. Poking myself on the sewing thing I'm doing. <laughs> Doctor.com is a good one because that's a ketogenic diet. That is excellent. So if you want to live healthy, oh, yeah. a sugar diet and go ketogenic. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah that's, that's the one that's my um, my brother got on to get rid of his diabetes. Yeah, yeah. no, it's web. Wait a minute. Okay, I found it, Dee. It's web, okay. web, W-E-B, N is in Nancy, D is in David, webnd.com. So oh, web, N-D or M-D? N-D is in natural doctor, not medical doctor. Oh, so okay, web, N-D, okay. And that's, and, and as soon as you pull it up, it says, welcome mm-hmm. to WebND, your source for what? Protocell. Right there, it's got pictures. So it's web, W-E-B-N-D. Okay, cool. Definitely going to get on there and look at it. Yep. Yeah, people get mistaken pulling up web, M-D. That's not the correct. Actually, for what that is, it's a pretty good site too, but not for 
No, for uh, everything. Do Indies the good one? That's Natural Doctor. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the site. And if you want to do the keto diet, that's dietdoctor.com. That's that's probably the healthiest diet you can you can actually uh, use as far as consuming food. But uh, that's ketogenic. Oh, yeah, well, I think that's what Ray needs to use right there. Yeah, I'm going to check it out next before I talk to him and remind him after you talk. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my chance. I will. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go too because I'm my back is sitting here. It's sitting here. It's hurting. It's sitting in this chair. I can only handle it so long these days. But have a great holiday, you guys. And Steve, wish your whole family for me. And um, do you have a tree? Um, not yet, but I'm going to put up a small one probably. Uh, I'll put it up where the, I've got the studio here. So after after this goes down tonight, I'll set this room up for Christmas. <laughs> so oh, yeah. that's why this goes down and, and we transition into the Christmas. So uh, that, that'll happen probably tomorrow. So uh, we'll get, get set up. Yeah, I hung a little thing on the door I made when I went to the... I, all my stuff's across town in stories, so I just went to the dollar store and I got $3 worth of guys and made this beautiful thing for my door. <laughs> my brother goes, where'd you get that? I said, oh, I made it in about 15 minutes. He goes, oh, it's really neat. But really I just, you know, I, I'm going to be picking up my um, my daughter and my granddaughter and their two giant dogs and my son-in-law. Mm-hmm. going to pick them up from three different locations on Christmas Eve and take them to this hotel that they're spending the weekend at. And I get oh. the hot tub and get some presents. <laughs> You're going to cook and bake, so that'll be fun. Yeah, I get to see them, yeah, and get them all together. And they 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 need the break, so they've been working really hard. So, yeah, that's nice. So, anyway, I guess we'll talk again someday soon coming up after this is all over with Merry Christmas to you Dee. thanks Steve and uh, and y'all and y'all too yeah hey Dixie Dixie Ellie you still on I know you're muted who me no Kelly Kelly's on too Dixie I don't think he's he's muted I don't think he's still listening I guess he's he's just got muted. Doctor Sam's on, so uh, Merry Christmas to you guys. <coughs> so Dixie, where are uh, you and James at? You in still in Tennessee tonight? No, down in WNC. You know where that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to tell everybody. I did go to the library in Tennessee. And asked to see the comprehensive annual financial report, and they looked at me like, "Where'd you hear about that?" And they do have oh. them in the public library. Really? Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, that kind of rubs my eyebrows, didn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> off and wish you guys the best of the season and we'll catch you next time. 
All right, Gary. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you'll enjoy that. That you'll just under the right at the, at the picture of Dave on Quash, you can click that, but you'll hear the uh, the presentation okay. one. It's really good. Okay. I think you'll like it. Y'all take care. All right, buddy. Thank Merry you. Christmas. Good night. Till we meet again. Yep. God bless you guys. See you soon. All right, Diddy. Good night. Bye, Steve. Night, good night, everybody. Hey, Dixie. Yeah, I was going to see if Sam was going to say anything. Sam's still on with us. And Kelly. Both get cold, I guess, this weekend, Dixie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we know we didn't get our propane, so what they can do. Yeah, yeah, I think it's supposed to dip down to, I think, Christmas Eve or maybe it's the day after Christmas. It's supposed to get down to 22, at least around here. I know. <laughs> Under the blankets. <laughs> yep, yep, the cold is coming. I, I'm, looking forward, I'm looking forward to the tulips and daffodils blooming. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, well... According to everything that's been written, um, it's supposed to be a very mild winter. Um, actually, they said better than what we had last year. And last year, you know, February was just, you know, was, we had a very early spring. We really did. And even January was very mild, too. So the, according to everything that I've read, um, this year is supposed to be better than last year so you know we'll have to wait and see but uh i hope so i hope that's the case because i i do like <laughs> i like mild winters and uh, we were blessed to have uh, a very early spring last year and that's why there were so many snakes i think they had they had more people bit by snake bites here in charlotte mecklenburg than they ever had uh it's like they had about 80 or 90 cases of people in their backyard getting bit by copperheads, which is unheard of, you know, here in the city. But uh, the warm weather just brought all the snakes out. People go in their backyard and get bit. It's unbelievable. So, uh, not a good thing. I got no. bit by one. Yeah. So, at any rate, we're uh, we're hoping that, uh, at least I'm hoping that. This is going to be a mild winter. I can remember some bad ones we've had, but here lately, at least in you know this area, it's been it's been wild last several years. There aren't too many good things you can say about Alaska, but one of the good things is there are no snakes there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Nope, it's not too hospitable for them. Yeah. Something you won't you won't see in Hawaii either. Don't see them oh, over there. Right. Yeah, the mongoose took care of them. Yeah, that's why they put it out there. They don't have snakes there. They probably did years and years ago, but they put the mongooses there and so that took care of the snakes. I don't know where you get mongooses from. 
Don't know, but that's according to what's on their, their site. That's what they use. They, they don't have them there. Um, you know, of course, you can, um, you, you know, there's other hazards. I think there was, where was it? There was a couple. I saw that on on Yahoo. There was a couple um, from California somewhere. I mean, they were millionaires or billionaires. I think it might have been billionaires, but a husband and wife was over there in that real famous waterfall in Hawaii. They were at the edge of it and were, you know, fell off of it. You know, I guess a lot of people have gotten killed there. And uh, that's just terrible. You know, it's one of the hazards of going to an exotic place like that is, you know, you can fall. You can fall if you're in a bad area. And I think there's quite a a lot of famous people that died there too. They go up to those waterfalls and walk, you know, walk across them and lose their footing or something and just go right over it. Terrible. You know, at the top of it. Mm-hmm. Where, but, uh, yeah, I, I just, <laughs> I don't think I'd do that. So I saw my wife, I said, you know, it's been a long time. You, you know the area, Dixie, but, you know, where Chimney Rock is here in, uh, in, uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, years ago, you know, we walked that. You know, you can take that path and go around it. And, you know, I, I told my wife, I said, I don't think I'd do that today. <laughs> I just don't think I would try that. But, uh, you know, if you've ever done it when you were younger, it was pretty cool. You know, take that hike and go up in those kind of cliffy areas and all that stuff. But I wouldn't do that today. Too risky. It's not worth it. Yeah. Well, James is still awakening, so uh, wishing you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Okay. Same to you, James. To everybody. You too. <laughs> this is y'all too. Yep, I hear you. I, I don't know if you got that um, Christmas song I sent you that um, the awards tour are really amazing called Christmas in the Trenches. Oh, uh, yeah. By John Nick- if you listen to that song all the way to the end, it, it really says it all. It's an incredible song. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. So let's thanks. hope we haven't rested from war. Yeah, exactly. Well, I appreciate that. Certainly do. Well, I guess everybody else is asleep at the wheel. They seem to get a lot of folks still on, but I think everybody's asleep at the wheel. Okay, well, I'll let you all go. And well, Merry Christmas, we'll, I'll stay safe and stay warm. And uh, thank we'll you. Talk. The call, the 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 call will be open uh, next week, but we, you know, will not be doing a, a call. But you know, the line will still be open if people want to call in and ch- on, you know, chat or talk. So, uh, but like I said, we're not going to have a an official newsletter or call for. For next week, but it will be open. So, anybody wants to call and say say hello or something like that, I doubt I'll be on. But like I said, we'll do uh, <clears throat> next two fifty nine will be uh, January the fourth. Thursday, January fourth will be the next official broadcast we do. But like I said, the call line will be open for people who want to call in and just chat or something after Christmas. So that Thursday after Christmas. 
Okay. And and as as we said before, till we meet again. All right. Take care. Bye, everybody. Oh, and thanks to the newsletter. Oh yeah, you're quite welcome. Oh, it's really good. I I went through everything on there. Oh, great. Great. Very cool. All right. Good night. A-U-N, American Underground Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.